0: You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling.
1: Wait, wait, wait. I got a flat tire. We can't get rolling. I got a flat tire. With Stuck with a flat tire yeah. <gasps> Call a service truck We'll sit here and wait <laughs> <Boy. clears throat> This is Mike This is Kevin And um, we have not been given a choice We have to do another show this week
2: No no, no choice at all Which
1: right. means you folks have to listen to this crap <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, hope all, I hope you've all had a good week I did, I spent uh, the week in Los Angeles And Phoenix And it was hot, hot, hot And I'm back here in Des Moines, and it's very nice. weather. it's just about 80 degrees, I'm enjoying this. Fall football weather. Yeah, and they have also got green grass and green trees here. Everything out there was brown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's better. Okay, um, we're going to take questions. I don't have anything new to tell them. Do you have anything new to tell them? No answers, Adam. Well, uh, this is supposed to be the week
2: that our... School started.
1: Yeah, and then the, the paperwork's gotten backed up and it hasn't gotten Everything, done. And everything's um, up. yeah, we're still waiting for the uh, uh, veterans administration to approve sure. us. And
2: no, so I'm not waiting, not really waiting on them.
1: Well, we so, do in order to sign up vets. In order,
2: in order to sign up the vets, but we yeah.
1: we will be starting the school, and it will I guess is delayed a month. I guess the, the the next dates will be in October. We're October. still going to do that. Right. Yep. Okay. So anyway, nothing much new. But we do have callers. We do have questions. If you have a question or a comment, push one on your phone dial. That will put you in the queue so we know that you're waiting for us. As we say each week, if you push the one twice, you will be lost to the universe, and you'll never find your way back.
2: Unless you hit one
1: again. Oh, third! I hadn't thought about that. Hit one three times.
2: No, I can't three times? Cool.
1: That would bring you back in.
2: Okay, anyway. Don't try it. Don't, do not try this.
1: If you do, and it works, let me know. So there you go. All right. Our first caller is from 585. Any guesses on where that is? Uh,
2: didn't I just hear? Wasn't it Jamaica? No, 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 no. Jamaica is
1: 876, 876 and I'm 876. waiting for that. We're
2: waiting on 876.
1: This guy could be Jamaica, New York.
2: Jamaica, New York.
1: Because he's in New York. He's in New York. Do you well, think he's in New York? Uh, I wouldn't be. Well, let's find out. All right. Push the button and put the finger on the pad. And push the button. Hello there, New York. Hey, how are you? We're good. How you doing?
0: And you? Here? I'm doing fantastic. No, I'm not in in uh, New York. I'm in Oregon.
1: He's in. Oh, that's the opposite side of the country. Do they know you got away? A few
0: miles out. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, and I hope they never find out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what part of they're coming are for their you?
0: tax money? I'm sure. Yes, they do that. Uh, I am actually in La Grande, Oregon, right on I-84. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, all right. Headed to uh
0: Pasco, Washington.
1: Ah, been there, done that, and got the t-shirt. Yeah. Mhm. There you mm-hmm.
0: go. Uh all now right. my question is um if we can get to that sure. um I haul light. I haul campers and cars, so I'm very light. My gross maximum gross that I've ever seen is 42,000. Okay. And I have been given thought to dropping an axle because okay. I don't think I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the expense of doing that and then the loss of any flexibility, if I do want to carry heavier, mm-hmm. uh, makes me hesitate. Okay. And I, mm-hmm. I was talking with a guy the other day, and he suggested I drop four tires. Hmm. And just run four single tires all the way around.
1: Okay. The first problem is if you just try to use the rims you've got, the offset on the rim is either going to make you have an outboard tire or an inboard tire. If you run an outboard tire, you significantly degrade the load capacity of the axles because the load point is now in the center of that outboard tire instead of the common center between the two tires. Can you see that? Okay. Yeah. All right. And I've seen test trucks on test tracks doing that to try and put load on a single tire to test the tire, and it always winds uh-huh. up with loose lug nuts. Okay. Okay? If uh-huh. you flip it around the other way and you put it as the inboard tire... <coughs> right. Right. You still are putting stress on the lug nuts, but you're not reducing the load capacity of the axle because you've moved the load in toward the inner bearing. If you wanted to go to a single tire, I would suggest you find rims that put the load directly under where they would be if it was duals. In other words, the wheels will set in. Okay. Okay? (laughs) Then you could conceivably do it Not put any undue stress on the lug nuts, not reduce the load capacity axle. You'll wind up reducing the load capacity because you only have a single tire. The single tire will only be able to carry at full inflation about 5,600 pounds per tire or about 11,200 pounds per axle.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Okay? So – if And then you could always throw dual wheels back on if at some time in your operation you wanted to go back to a full load capacity and you haven't changed anything right. permanently. No.
0: That's kind of what I'm looking at.
2: Is there going to be an increase in tire wear? Yes. Even though you're running a, a low yes.
0: load? Yes.
1: You are going to increase the wear rate on your tires because right. all the load is being carried on one tire on. in right. each wheel position. Okay, so you're going to cut your basically cut your tire life in half. Okay, makes sense. It may not be quite that dramatic, but but I would probably be looking really at
2: close. that. I now mean, you look at what Super Singles did, and that's only a twenty five percent reduction. Sure. Would be a fifty percent reduction in, in yeah, the tire patch.
1: Probably. Yeah. So <coughs> things to consider. Another another way to go to about it. Did we lose the guy? I don't know. Yes, we did. He's gone. (coughs) We're talking to thin air. We'll We'll keep talking about this. The other option this caller could do would be to convert his truck to a 6x2 configuration. In a 6x2 configuration with a liftable axle, he could lift one axle of the tractor up and just run on one axle Mm -hmm. and he could put a liftable axle on his trailer yeah and then with them lifted up with the loads he's got he doesn't need them down he could run that way and then if he wanted to go back to full loads he could simply flip the switch and put those axles back down and he's back to full loads
2: right apparently this was a this was an attempt to avoid the cost of Switching from one axle to a left axle. And
1: I, I, yeah, I'm sure it will be expensive if you do that, but it, but it is the only other option I can think of.
2: But well, would Okay, well, would reducing your footprint by 50% save you that much money?
1: I have no idea because I don't deal with fuel economy. That's not what I do. All
2: we know is that it's going to cost you tires. Yeah,
1: and that's that's as far as I can go in it.
2: Well, it doesn't really cost you tires
1: because wearing out four tires twice as
2: fast as you wear out eight tires, you still end up wearing out the same.
1: Same number of tires over the same period of mileage, so that could be a a wash. Okay, well, if he calls back, we will answer some more of his question for him, but you've all heard our discussion on it for what it's worth. Okay. Now, we've got another caller here. A few more. We've got to answer them all? I
2: don't know.
1: Okay, we'll see. All right. 952 area code.
2: I think that's Minnesota,
1: isn't it? It is Minnesota. This is either Stan or Ali. Let's see which one it is and see if they're at home.
2: I'm not a loyal Minnesota. The Vikings are playing right
1: now. That's true. He should be watching the game. Okay. Who I mean, are they playing? The the Who are the they playing?
2: The Packers. They're playing
1: the Pack. Whoa! Hello, Minnesota.
4: Hi guys. Um, I am in Minnesota and I am I am working. You're um, am working. Okay. On your last episode, uh, you mentioned caster and how reducing it can improve the ride. Yes. Can you enlighten me? I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Okay, caster is the pitch of the kingpin with either the bottom of the kingpin toward the front of the truck leaning forward or the bottom of the kingpin toward the back of the truck leaning back. Caster is set by the angle between the flat surface on the top of the axle compared to the flat surface on the frame. If so they
2: just if, as a just as a visual reference for people trying to think of this, positive caster or the kingpin leaning forward would best be demonstrated by, say, a motorcycle tire, the front the, the front forks. Car, yeah. That's that's positive caster. Negative caster would be a uh, uh, grocery cart. Where the the wheel actually sits behind
1: the... Right, the grocery cart wheel where it trails, okay? Now, they put caster in the front axle on a truck so that when you turn the steering wheel, the tire leans up on an edge, it physically lifts up the truck a little bit. And when you let go of the steering wheel, the wheel drops back down to flat again, and the steering wheel returns to center. Most trucks today have more caster than they need. And each degree the kingpin leans with the bottom forward, like the front fork of the motorcycle, increases the road shock back through the truck every time you hit an expansion seam and a bump in the road. So by reducing the amount of caster, by twisting the kingpin so it's more vertical, you soften up the ride. Now you need, on a standard three-axle highway tractor today, you need about two degrees of caster. More than that's really not necessary, Less than that'll make it just a little squirrely.
2: On a, a power-steered right vehicle. Back, right. When, back when they were manually steered. Manual
1: steer, you only had a half degree caster. Right.
2: And uh, full disclosure, Mike got into this whole alignment thing because of a company that put a spring on the front end of the truck. And came to the tie rod end.
1: To reduce caster.
2: reduce caster on manual steered vehicles
1: from a half degree to zero. Well, they did that, though, for blowout control, though.
2: Right. But, again, all the way back when it was only a half degree of caster. We were still trying to get get caster out.
1: Yeah. Did that answer your question? Thanks, guys. Not a problem. Always glad to help. Thanks for calling. Okay. Very good. All right. That was Minnesota. A Viking guy who's working. All right. We got another one at 580. Uh,
2: 580, yes.
1: 580. You want to guess? Uh, Nevada. Oklahoma.
2: Oklahoma. That was kind of close. Is that he at like home? Western state.
1: Sure, he hasn't been able to get out of the state because it had an earthquake.
2: Right. Stuck
1: there. Shook the wheels off his truck.
5: Closed mm. all the highways. All right. All right.
1: All right. Hello, Oklahoma. I'm in
5: Florida tonight though, guys.
1: Good for you. You got away from the
5: earthquakes. Now all you gotta yeah, worry about no is sinkholes. <laughs> well yeah, I do have I do have a little hopping in this truck and I've had it ever since I got it. Son of a gun. And and, and I feel it in my butt and my feet.
1: Okay, so it's a drive down.
5: I don't feel it too much when I'm below sixty mile an hour, but if I get over that then I start feeling it more and some sometimes it kind of comes and goes comes and goes and uh i I've, I've, I've actually put all different i went from my eight tires to my sink, super singles mm-hmm. i put counteract in them
4: mm-hmm. and the only thing
5: i the only thing i've found is uh, kind of egg-shaped uh brake drums would that do it
1: uh possible but doubtful and since you've already balanced tires and you've already gone from duels to super singles, we can eliminate the rims being the problem. We can eliminate individual tires being the problem. Does this vibration that you feel.
2: What's the vehicle anyway?
1: It's a F If F 154 pickup.
5: <laughs> yeah, how'd you get? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm smart. <laughs> it's a, it's a Pete. 2016 579P with air ride steering.
1: Okay. okay, now you just blew my numbers out there. Um, I was going to go for wheel bearings, but Pete's come with the preset non-adjustable bearings, so we got a 90% chance it's not bearings. But I'm going to go back and discuss that anyway.
5: Especially because it comes in well, I, I've, yeah. I've pried up on all of them, like you've said. I've pried up on them. Never, I've we'll done on them and there's nothing there. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to feel anything anyway
2: because it's a Pete. But if it wasn't adjusted properly.
1: Yeah, no, no, I don't think you'll feel I, I think you would feel it if it's this bad. Um, okay, let's go back to the handling characteristic. You say sometimes it comes and goes. While it's coming and going, if you step on the throttle, does it go away? Or does it continue while you're accelerating?
5: Oh, no, it's going to change whenever I – if I make some changes, then it's going to change. It's usually no, no, when I'm in a, kind of a – no, that's what I say. It's it's going to go away if I if I make any changes. Okay. And uh, it's at certain speeds, and it's it's mainly it's mainly above sixty mile an hour. And sometimes I'll feel it coming off a grade, and sometimes I'll mm-hmm. feel it while I'm in a pull. Mhm. But uh,
1: okay. So like tonight so I'm the, running along
5: here, sixty-two mile an hour tonight, and I don't feel hardly. I can just barely feel it tonight. But sometimes it's real irritating.
1: Okay, do you
5: have what's called the
1: flex air rear suspension with the big curved spring?
5: Yes.
1: (laughs) That's it. There it is. That suspension is very susceptible to pinion angle vibrations. Okay? The way that system is designed, and this is adjustable. This is something that can be adjusted out of your truck. you You can tune it. Yeah, you can tune it. The curve of the spring that sticks out in front of your drive tires and curves down and hooks onto the axle compresses as you load the truck.
2: Especially as you step on the accelerator.
1: Or step on a brake, or as you load it or unload it. It'll be worse sometimes with a heavy load and in some trucks it's worse with the light load depending on how it's tuned.
2: Or worse when you're going uphill or downhill. a lot of Yeah, it, yeah. Or downhill you got your brakes on. It. Okay. okay. Now, what,
1: now I want to go let's go back and describe what happens here. The curve of that spring, if you want to consider the height measured from where it's pinned at the bottom to where it's pinned at the top, that's the measurement of the arc, okay? Right. As you load the truck, that arc gets smaller and the spring compresses. But the airbag stays the same height, which changes your pinion angles. Make sense? So The, okay. the
2: back side of the axle stays the same height, but the spring on the front of the axle shrinks.
1: Or the gets pinion taller pinion. depending on the load you're on. Or if you're stomping on the fuel, the airbag in the back gets taller because engine torque is twisting it. If you let up on fuel, the airbag can get a little shorter when you're coasting downhill. So right. You can be very sensitive to the pinion angle which can create a vibration coming up through the the floor of the truck.
2: Right. So you can tune it so that it only this vibration only occurs
1: when you're going uphill. Or not at all. If you get lucky you hit the right spot. Right. Now where the where the leash spring curves up and bolts onto the frame up at the top, there's two vertical bolts there. And there's places there that you can put washers and shims in.
2: It's already about a half inch and a quarter inch. At that.
1: Yeah. And you can change the height higher or lower on that spring and change the range where the vibrations occur at. And you may be able to find the sweet spot where it'll run just right.
5: right. I'll be. I'll be. Yeah. I'm loaded extremely light this trip and it, it it's not near as prevalent as usual. That's right. as when I'm loaded. I usually I'm usually right on right around eighty thousand and I'm at about fifty two tonight, so
1: right. Now when you're heavy loaded, the spring's gonna compress more, which is gonna change the pitch and the pinion angle, which is gonna bring the front of the differentials up mm-hmm. because the airbag is gonna stay the same height in the back. Yep,
6: Thanks for
2: situation.
1: Okay. What now what sure. what I'll you can try right. to what you could try to do Get it on a nice smooth concrete floor, okay? With the load you've got on it now,
2: so a loaded truck.
1: and but light loaded. Light loaded truck. Measure from the ground to where those where that pin is on the top of that leaf spring where it's curved up, and find out what height that is, okay? Right. And then load the truck like and measure and see what the difference is, okay? All right. Now, wait a minute. Let me back up. I don't I think don't I, want, think to, I don't want to measure from the ground. I want to measure from the pin at the bottom of the spring to the pin at the top of the spring. I want to yeah. see how much the spring's compressing. It,
2: yeah,
1: because right. A yeah, that makes sense. Have, this compression might not, not, not occur until it's under torque. It, but he says it does it under load versus light load. Yeah, this is the first step. This is the only thing you can try, okay? And see if you can see a difference. And you'll need to measure all four spring positions to see if they're all compressing the same. Okay? okay. And then maybe you can find a way to stick shims in to make it the same height all the time, which will give you a better average result. Right. Okay. Okay.
5: Yeah. All right. Sounds good, guys.
1: Good luck to you, buddy. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Bye bye. Okay. Why did we take that call? That had nothing to do with alignment, <laughs> it
2: had, to do with, uh... had nothing to do with tire wear. Well, it had to do with
1: handling vibrations and rides. Hand-
2: that's how we found out about Boy, it. Boy,
1: that was a, that was a stretch. <laughs> we're well, getting we're getting outside of our field of right, expertise but we,
2: here. But we found out about this problem
1: because of. But we're not supposed to tell anybody that's a secret. This is our secret. This is
2: like, yeah. Why did we give up? Why did system? we do
1: this? I don't know. Two fifty is the next area code.
2: Two
1: five zero.
2: I'm going
1: with Missouri. Uh oh. Uh oh. Where where is two five zero? There it is. This guy's calling from British Columbia. Talk to this c- c- Canadian. <laughs> Hello there.
7: Hello, Mike. Yes, uh, British Columbian, true and true. Yes, sir.
1: Cool. Are you Are you in BC
7: now, or are you in the states? No, I'm down here, at Parker, uh, Arizona or California. Just stopped because I wanted to make sure I was going to have service to talk to you. So. <laughs> well, that's nice of you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, first I of all, special, I, had I have a special.
1: I have a special on answers. I have no and four and three quarters.
7: <laughs> okay. okay. Maybe I should uh, read, rethink this then. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, yeah. I thank you for what you guys do. First of all, oh, you're welcome. I appreciate you're it welcome. very, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, an alignment done at GCR in Salinas, okay. California. And okay. phenomenal guys. Bang on. Good. They were fast, efficient. But I really wondered, though, they put on your alignment machine, like your alignment mm-hmm. bar system. Yeah. And within about, within, about, within about 10 minutes, they said, You're perfectly aligned. And they <laughs> took it off and I drove away. Interesting. I'm like, huh? Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. I thought I was going to get some tape and string and uh, and a marker. And he goes, well, no, nope, not this one.
1: Yeah, we've upgraded.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, apparently. But anyways, it was awesome. I, It was awesome. So I've so, got to... Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, single, wait a minute, wait a minute,
1: wait a minute. How much did they yeah. charge you to take 10 minutes and measure the truck?
7: Well, the guy... Uh, I was gonna offer some cash, and they said, "No, I can't take any cash." But my boss will phone you on Monday. This is on Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, uh, "My boss will phone Monday," and and uh, sure, he did phone me on Monday, and fifty bucks. I said, "Sure, done, perfect, thank you." Cool, fifty bucks. For cool, a
1: that's fair. That's fair price. The the ones I totally. don't like, are they bring, they take in for an alignment, they don't adjust anything, and they still charge you three hundred bucks.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was yeah. saying that he was going to be $100 an axle. And I said, yep, no problem. I'm okay with that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no $50. So that was that... phenomenal. Those guys in, in Salinas, awesome.
1: Very good. I appreciate that.
7: Right on. So now <laughs> going with my truck and trailer set, mm-hmm. I own both Super Singles mm-hmm. all the way. Um, mm-hmm. I called in on Friday to your shop with my mm-hmm. trailer Issue that I have Mm -hmm. I've got the Hendrix system that you don't like Yep The suspension system And I've got irregular wear with Both shoulders on all four tires On that trailer Wore out That whole first rib
4: Has been wore out
7: Yes
1: Both tires Okay you're losing both shoulders On all the trailer tires Correct Yes And what inflation do you run
7: uh 110
1: and what speed is your top speed
2: wait hold on you said 110
1: is that a metric measurement
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know
7: you tell me i go for <laughs> got... no 110 uh, psi um my okay. maximum okay, speed perfect.
4: because
7: i yeah because i run the west coast i'm 60 no more than 62-mile-an-hour at most. So. All right.
1: Okay. Now, what brand of tire are you running?
7: Michelin, uh, Michelin all the way around. I've got the uh, X-Line Energy T on the trailer and D on the on the drive. No issues okay, on the drive. Is,
1: that's good. That's good. You're running zero offset rims, right?
7: That's right, all the way around. Yep, I turned them. Okay.
1: Oh, you flipped them. Yes. They were 2-inch offsetter, and you flipped them around, right? Right.
7: I'm
1: I'm trying to figure out why you're losing both shoulders on the trailer tire, because that normally is either an inflation problem or a speed problem.
2: Yeah, but you're limited on speed, and you're on good
1: inflation. Yeah, the inflation and the speed both sound good to me. Did the trailer tires, were these trailer tires on there before you flipped the rims?
7: uh no i flipped them i ordered this trailer with duels on it took the duels off of it Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
7: and put and put the super singles on um flipped around with uh what three quarter inch offset right after you flip them it's not a zero offset it's what three quarter inch offset right okay right so from day from day one they've always been on they've been uh, that zero offset
2: Okay. Then this, then this wear, is it actually extending across an entire rib or is it just part of a rib? Uh
7: just a part of the rib. Okay. Like the first is, maybe half inch, maybe yeah, three quarters inch the wi- at most.
1: Okay. Yeah, the width of your index finger. All
7: right.
1: Yep. That I can, that yeah, I can maybe okay. okay. Yep. 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 I know what that is. That's tramware. Okay. So let's talk about how the tire's built. Inside the tire, there are steel belts that run around the tire, okay? Yes. Those steel belts cannot go all the way to the edge of the tire or they stick out the sidewall. Got it? Stop about the width of your finger in. That means Uh, that that outside half inch is unsupported rubber, and it will crush more and wear about 430 seconds faster than the rest of the tire will.
2: Bing, well, why ding doesn't bang. He have the wear on the drives?
1: <laughs> Pardon? Why doesn't he have that wear on the drives? Because they've got engine torque.
2: They've got torque. Oh, they're wearing down quicker, right? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So your trailer tire is a free rolling tire. If you put a solid shoulder tire in your steer, you'd get the same tram wear. Okay? Okay. So yep. I, I I don't hear anything there that causes me a problem.
2: Yeah, finally, finally. Yeah. Knowing that, yeah. It sounds like you're doing fine.
1: Yeah. It's
2: not yet. So okay. They're not going to knock it out for DOT or anything. It's just, it's just, it looks
1: funky. Yep.
7: Yeah. Now with that Hendrix system, the real I called in late on Friday to your shop just to confirm 75 foot pound pressure for the for the wheel bearings. So I checked them all, did all that. Yep. Yep. And I also had a direct conversation eye to eye, face to face, with the DOT inspector in Kelowna, British Columbia. Name was Mike. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. regarding the idea, regarding the idea of me putting an inch and a half inch, uh, inch and a half angle iron on the top of each axle uh-huh. to create okay. that rigidity,
1: uh-huh.
7: he he then told me, he says, "You know what? You are you are now changing the OEM product, and I would have to fault you on that and fail you."
1: Ah, okay. All
2: right. So okay.
7: But going forward, though, like I, and when I was speaking with your gentleman on the phone at your shop, you know, I, this is probably one of your first times you've heard of this. But if it's a CVSA fault, that means that it's mm-hmm. USA and Canada, no?
1: Yes, probably. Uniform enforcement.
7: Right. Yeah, so cool. how?
2: So that would explain how, how am i going to be able to hide
1: it. I have no idea how you would hide it. Um, the other the other option could be, if you didn't weld it to the axle and you simply clamped it to the ap- axle. That's true. Okay.
7: So, are yeah, we just increasing nice. the weight, or are we increasing the the strength of it?
1: The rigidity.
7: Right. Adding the yeah.
2: angle
1: iron to its rigidity. Yeah. Right. Without welding it, but by clamping it. But by the same token, based on the word description of the tire you're getting, I wouldn't mess with it.
2: Yeah, So far, it sounds like you're doing fine.
7: Okay. Well, then that helps me huge because I've I've uh, I've put in a phone call to Maxim, where I bought my trailer from, and uh, <laughs> ha- having them get a phone call right from Great Dane
4: Mm to possibly
7: allow me to carry an authorized letter inside my truck for that weld. Mm -hmm. They won't do uh, it. Yeah, good luck. (laughs) They won't do
1: it. It'll go back to Hendrickson. Hendrickson has to authorize it, not the trailer manufacturer. And And Hendrickson, yeah, they're not going to authorize that. So as long as your tires keep wearing the way they're wearing with just tram wear on the shoulders, and if the inside shoulder doesn't get any worse,
2: um, it maybe this may all be because he's got those two inch offsets
1: flipped around. He's yeah he's he's three quarters inset. He's reducing the flex. Yeah. He may have solved the problem just by flipping the rim. Yeah,
2: you know, we haven't actually had this conversation much with
1: the the rims flipped. Right, right. This may be a solution altogether.
7: Yeah. Yeah, and so will that wear continue? And that's as far as it'll go. Is that one inch? That half inch tread in? Yep.
4: Or yeah. will I be yeah, losing
7: the- that tire faster?
1: No, no. It should stabilize right there unless something else goes wrong, unless the wheel bearing gets loose and then it'll show up worse on the inside shoulder. If the axle flex becomes a significant problem, it'll show up on the inside shoulder and it'll eat its way into the tire. Or
2: if there was a tire pressure issue or something yeah, like. what but got it's there. That's
1: yeah, what you got there it should just stabilize. Okay. And one ten you right. agree with pressure? Yeah, yeah, one ten's fine.
7: Okay, awesome.
1: All righty, buddy? Awesome,
7: awesome. Thank you very much, Mike, Kevin. Thank you. You,
1: you have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.
7: Thank you, too. Bye. Okay.
1: Canada. Canadians. All right. Very Canadians
2: good. British Columbia. We know
1: he's from Vancouver. It's well, from now California. we know you don't want to talk to the DOT about fixing your axle. <laughs> now, we, yeah, now we know what's wrong.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, apparently, we need to talk to more people about what happened when they, when flipped.
1: they flipped the rim. Yeah. Right.
2: Maybe that's true on drives too. The 9.5 drives could be. I don't, I don't know. I've
1: been could be. Enough conversation yeah, I haven't had it. I haven't discussed the after effects. Okay, we got another one. It is in a 732 area code.
2: 732.
1: could be Jamaica.
2: Now you just said it was 8.
1: Like, no, it's uh, not. It's New Jersey.
2: New Jersey, Jamaica, New Jamaica.
1: He's in Jersey.
2: He's not in Jersey.
1: You think he's gone?
2: It takes about a minute and a half to get out of New Jersey. Let's
1: find out if he's out of Jersey. Hello there. Hi, my I on? You're on. How you doing?
6: Oh, wow.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
6: think this week I got on serious. I was on Dr. Radio earlier this week. Hi, um, I, I'm going to make it quick if I can. That's um, my right. name is Daryl from New Jersey. I've got, a, I've got a 2014 T660 glider. Yeah. Um, totally dissatisfied with the ride in this truck. Um, <clears throat> okay. I got, I got a vibration, it seems, um, in the steer axle somewhere. I've had it aligned twice. Uh,
1: okay, let's describe the vibration.
6: Uh, well, if you look at my mirrors, which they're, they seem to be just vibrating backwards and forwards going down oh, the road. Oh, you
1: need new mirrors. It's it's new mirrors. Huh. I, well, I, I I can tell it right now. <laughs> <laughs> now you um, now d let let's let's get very specific. Do you feel the vibration in your feet or in your steering wheel? Both. Where do you feel it first?
6: I'd say in the on the floor.
1: Okay, the floor. good. Perfect. It's a drive line vibration then. Second question is does it vibrate at all speeds above a certain speed, or does it only tend to vibrate when you're holding a stationary, a, a stable speed, a, a steady speed?
6: Well, I usually run around fifty-eight to sixty, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But I notice when I'm coming downhill, which is when I kind of let it go a little bit, um, yeah, it, it gets it gets worse speeds over okay. seventy. I don't run seventy. Um, Right, but you know, downhill I'll do that, and um, uh-huh. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in a lock. I got not think I'm going to get through. I, I got a bunch of notes here, but um, and it takes, and it takes uh, potholes and such horribly. And, you know, thank God I run a, a, a dedicated route, so I know where all the all the spots are. And okay,
1: it, now, now, now let me ask you a question about that. Do you feel the pothole when your steering axle hits it, or when the drives hit it?
6: When the steering axle hits it.
1: Okay, that's caster. We can reduce some of that by setting caster, yeah. but let's go back to the vibration now. The vibration starts in your feet and then it shakes the whole truck and the mirror shake, okay Is that right
6: I put something like that, yeah, yeah,
1: Does the vibration tend to cycle, shake and stop and shake and stop, or does it just shake?
6: no it 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 just shakes. It doesn't,
1: it doesn't. Okay. Good.
6: Good. Because like if it
1: shook, if it shook and stopped, that would tell me it's in the wheel end. And when the wheel starts to jump, the shock absorber can stop it. Then the shock bleeds fluid off, and it shakes again, and it goes through that cycle. Because it just shakes, it's not in the tires, it's not in the rims, it's not in the wheel end. Okay. okay. All right. Now, since it just shakes and it and it only starts at what about what speed does it come in at forty?
6: somewhere in, in the 50 mile power range somewhere around there, 50, 50 Okay, bars. cool.
1: And you said this is a Kenworth T660? Yeah. Do you have these, uh, the 380 rear suspension with the big curved leash spring?
6: No, I don't have that. I heard you talk about that. It's got the Air Glide, I think, 480, something like that, the Kenworth Air Glide 480.
1: So well, with four. yeah. The 8 bags? Is it the 8 bag? Four, just four. Four bags. But it doesn't have the curved spring. It's got the straight leaf oh, springs that come from the axle right. forward, right? Okay, that's right. called I, Pete, the Pete. Yeah, that came from Peterbilt. That's the low air leaf. Okay, that's a right. good suspension. Right. I'm not worried about that one. Is it? Okay. Yeah, that's a good suspension.
6: It is. All well, right. The valve was bad. I was trying to get care of it while I was under warranty. No one, no one heard my pleas, and I, I finally just said, you know what? Let me, let me. I found out the specs on the, the ride height and everything. Right. And I, I changed it because it wasn't keeping the same ride height, it was either an inch or three inches off when I would um check right. it at different times or loaded and empty and uh-huh. all that stuff. So uh-huh. finally I changed I changed the this control valve on the back and now it's it's pretty consistent.
1: Okay, good. And did the change of ride height up and down affect the vibration at all?
6: You know, when they when they, when it came out it, it yes, because when they when they did it the last time and they they claimed they they adjusted it, yeah, it did get better. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm, I'm guess, and, and you do know you kind of get used to something after a while. So right. You kinda, right. You know, yeah. But it's been driving me nuts. I've been meaning to call you guys and see if you could. Now, let me ask you a question before we even get too much deep into it, because I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time myself trying uh-huh. to trying to do it. Can Pittsburgh Power? Okay. I was thinking about drop my truck off to them, and will they? Do, do, can they? If I explain everything, I'm explaining to you guys. Can they? Can they go go the same route? You know, can they diagnose it just as well as you?
1: I've never had this discussion with Pittsburgh Power about a driveline vibration because normally driveline vibrations are out of my field. But you know if but you could take I, if you could take it to Pittsburgh Power and tell them you talked to me about it, they might be willing to call me and I could bounce some ideas off of them.
6: Yeah. No pun intended. Right now, who are you, Mike? Are you Mike?
1: I'm Mike. Yeah,
6: I'm like, also, um, I, I had a, I'm, I'm just changing the subject just briefly. I had a, a okay. manifold issue, and I had a mechanic ride with me to try and um, find out a, where the leak was. And when Great. we got in the truck, I was also going to say, it, it, it's worse Bob telling. He, when he got in the truck, and when I, and, and when I, was, I was telling him, to, you know, trying to explain to him and let him hear what was going on with my exhaust leak, he said, you got a vibration here. I said, yeah, he said, it's coming from the front. He, you know, I mean, I had an outside opinion tell me it's definitely in the front axle somewhere. And uh, one other stuff, I have my own trailer too, so I very rarely bobtail.
4: Mm-hmm. And, I, again,
6: I was taking my truck to the shop one time, and this thing was hopping so bad, and I had my friend in my mm-hmm. car, his car, or my note, we had my car. I said, Paul, take a, drive next to me, man, and tell me if you can tell me, show, tell me what's was shaking. He, I mean, it, it was so weird that he could not see how that truck was moving, mm-hmm. and the hood bounced. So it's definitely in the front somewhere. Um, and I know, okay, I noticed when I, when I come when I'm coming down a grade and or coming to a stop, the left front wheel, when I'm coming to that dead halt, it squeaks, mm-hmm. it, it, it'll, it'll squeak. And I, I also hear a clunk every once in a great while from, from up there on, on that, on that left side. Okay. I've well, got Centromatics all the way around. I put Centromatics mm-hmm. on it, hoping it, I thought maybe, like you said, I thought maybe it was a wheel or something like that. And, um, I put Centromatics all the way around on it. I run the, um, Michelin wide. With the I got two inch offsets though, so, um,
8: mm-hmm.
6: and I got the, you know, uh, the whatever the latest model tire is on the on the stairs and the X ones on the back.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, it's driving me nuts. Actually, I'm getting ready to park the truck to drive my older truck because I'm just I just don't want to. Uh, it's just it's just I'm um, thinking yep. about maybe put an air air ride under it and aftermarket, but that's not going to yep. solve the problem, is it?
1: No, no, <clears throat> not until you figure out what's causing the vibration. Now I know that. I know that you think it's in the front end. I understand that. But the evidence you've given me so far leads me to the rear end, not the front end. If you felt it first with the steering wheel shaking and then you felt it in the floor, okay, let's look at the front. But you indicated you felt it in the floor first and then it shook the whole truck. That leads me to the rear. Okay? But – yeah, if you want to get by Pittsburgh Power, I would call them in advance. Tell them you got a vibration. Tell them you talk to me. They can call me. They got my phone number. I'll be glad to discuss it with them, and maybe we can figure out what's going on with somebody in there that, that really wants to find it.
6: Right. Yeah, and just one other thing. There's a couple other shops. I looked on the internet. There's a couple other shops in my area or in my, you know, in my route. Um, and mm-hmm. I think I called someone during the day. I don't know who answers the phone, to him, and, I, and I talked to him and let him know that. These places have your equipment. I, I know you can't force them to use it, but the one guy at mm-hmm. one time, you know, it's in the corner and I'm really not going to – this is me taking it verbatim. And he said, I'm really not going to pull that out of the corner just to do an alignment for you. And he did say it like that, but that's how I – you know, that, that, that was a long <laughs> – nice of it. guy. And the other guy – yeah, yeah. And I, it was, you know, one guy said um, um, one of the lasers or something are broken. Um, and, you know, I, I'll just – you know, we can just use a string or something like that. And I'm like, you know, are, are these shops – I mean, can – I, I mean, if I are could get it somewhere near here, I would like to do it, but, I mean.
1: If somebody reports to me those things are going on and I know what shop they are, I can call the shop and find out what's going on. And if they don't satisfy me, they come off of my list.
6: Right. Are okay. these, are these were shops on our website? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The but, one in Newark. Uh,
6: I, I mean, you want, me to, you want me to tell you which ones, which ones they sure. were? Sure. I, I, like I know they they were, first one, the first one was ABRU, a b b r e
1: Oh, that's the Volvo dealer. Thank you,
6: yeah, in Newark. Yep, and that's yep. Yeah, because I have you know I have two trucks and I can kind of you know, luck, I can, I can drop one off and jump in my other and one. He, and, you know,
1: and he won't bring he won't get it out of the sh- – Or was that one the one time, was broke?
6: Yeah, at the time. Yeah, he said he's much too busy to pull it out of the corner to do an alignment. Um, you know, I mean. Oh
1: well. Okay.
6: So and the other and who is the one yeah. with
1: the. Who was the other one that was broke?
6: He was up off of eighty somewhere. I can't think of the name of the shop. but did the um, somewhere off of Route eighty uh, um, in Jersey. Route, no, yeah, off of Route fifteen. Yeah, it's a thirty. Yeah, somewhere up there. And he's like, there was something wrong with his laser. And it was broken or whatever. So, and I, I called someone during the day and told them about these because I was kind of, I was, I was kind of disappointed. You know, really disappointed. Oh well, if you
1: if case, you called somebody at our office, then then they were should have already taken steps. But we got it written down here. I'll look into it tomorrow.
6: Okay, and the truck's been aligned a couple of times, and also one time it, I, w- it, was, it was... I don't leaked.
1: think this is alignment. No? No, I don't think this is alignment.
6: I, I'm not going to take any more of your time. I appreciate it, and, and, and I'll get in contact right. with someone during the day, Pittsburgh Power, and, and some other things. Um, you don't think uh, you think it's, it's a vibration during the back?
1: I think so, based on the evidence you are given me so far.
6: Yeah, if we I, I, yeah but I, I happen to it, Pittsburgh I have no... I happen to have With, with, it, with, it, with, it, with it. the transmission um mm-hmm. it, it doesn't split right and, and and uh i had a friend ride with me he said you know you got a problem in your transmission and i'm actually i'm going to take the truck off the road in a month or so to take it back down to the dealer um what wrote uh, you know while it's still on the warranty yep. and maybe take yep. care of that
1: and a transmission could cause the vibration you've got
6: could it yes. yes anything from the
1: front of the engine to the rear wheels yeah all of that's driveline and all show up in the floor and make things shake
6: because I even called warranty at Pittsburgh uh, at at Fitzgerald and asked them, did they put a new crankshaft damper? Because I was going to change, you know, mm-hmm. throwing parts, you know, throwing money away. I that's mm-hmm. and, and they they put a new crankshaft damper on that engine, and they said, what chance they did? Because I was going to put the balancer on there, and, and and I heard you guys one week talk about that. That you know that could. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I heard Bruce talk about it. That could be an a vibration. You know, vibration.
1: Right. Anything from the front end of the engine all the way back could cause what you got. If you've got uh, transmission wow. shifting problems, that could be it.
2: But well, wow. not, I, mean, okay. not exactly, I mean, when you say it's only above fifty, we can forget the engine. Now you're down oh, to the transmission or driveline and the clutch.
6: Hey, yeah. hey, 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 grab somebody else. I've, took, I've, I've taken enough of your time. Thank you. Talk <laughs> to you later. Bye. Thanks. A Bye. Lot. Thanks.
1: Okay, that was interesting. Yeah.
6: It was.
1: Not necessarily in our ballpark, but interesting. No,
6: very
2: interesting.
1: Okay. Very good. Next one we've got is um, nine three one
2: uh indian Tennessee
1: Tennessee,
2: Tennessee.
1: Was it's close it's close. Let's see if he's at home
8: okay.
1: hello, Tennessee hello.
8: yes, how are you doing today?
1: We're great I Yourself?
8: <laughs> uh, doing wonderful, and no, I'm not Good. at home, but you are correct, I am from Tennessee. I got okie well, uh, I've got a quick question uh <laughs> and uh I'm going a little bit uh, against the grain where some of the other callers have been. Uh, I talked mm-hmm. to uh, Mr. Rutherford today, mm-hmm. and uh, he told me to give you guys a call because I have guess what, a vibration issue. <laughs> 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 uh, I have a 2012 Mac Pinnacle. Okay. Uh, it's not a full Mac. It's, uh, of course, a Mac engine, beaten transmission. Right. So uh, vibration, uh, empty. I'm going to say sixty to sixty-five, loaded, mm-hmm.
1: sixty-eight to seventy-five,
8: maybe a little bit higher. I've never
1: And you feel this vibration in your feet or in the steering wheel?
8: Uh, feet and butt. Uh, then, it, then when it starts that the truck, course drives like
1: sure, sure, it's horrible. Okay, so it's a drive line vibration. Yes. Okay, it's not a steering vibration.
8: Yes, that's correct.
1: And we know automatically if it's a driveline vibration, it's not wheel alignment. Because mm-hmm. I have never fixed a driveline vibration with a wheel alignment. Yes, that is correct. Okay. All right. The speed range that it's starting to shake at, at 60, you say?
8: Yes, sir. Uh, 60 to 65 when, when I'm empty.
1: All right. Uh,
8: then, of course, it's uh, 68 to 72 to 73 loaded.
1: That's fine. Okay. Loaded. If it was driveline angles, they typically show up between 40 and 50 miles an hour in the rear end of the truck. That's the speed range when the drive shafts are spinning fast enough to create the harmonic to make the shake occur. At the speed range you're coming in at now, I'm more inclined to look at balance in your drive tire positions. Could be drum out of balance, could be wheel out of balance. That would be what I'm Uh, looking
8: at. Okay. Uh, from when the when the, when the vibration
2: ahead, doesn't, sure. when the vibration occurs at a at a lower speed when you're empty and a higher speed when you're loaded, it it means that it's taking more force to actually lift the vehicle. And right. The 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 amount of imbalance doesn't increase just because you're loaded, so it's just
1: taking more speed to to lift. To generate it. the energy to pick it up and make it shake.
8: Okay. Uh, give you a rundown real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. I just put a set of brand new tires on it. Because I, right. I was told that was the situation. So I'm running the uh, BF Goodrich drives and steers. That's fine. Uh, which, okay. well, which they come highly recommended. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because of what I do, I usually tear them up instead of wearing them out. Sure. <laughs> Some attire guys said, don't buy the Michelin just because of that reason. Save you a little bit of money.
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
8: And uh, he said, the BF Goodrichs are almost as good.
1: Well, and it's and it's Michelin second line tires, so there's nothing wrong with that. Say, yeah, it was a Michelin
8: uh, tire. Previously. I put new shocks on it, uh, all new. Uh, shoot, uh, just about every U joint up underneath, uh, carrier bearings, uh, drive shafts been balanced. Uh, of course, the truck's been lined a couple of times. Um, yeah, and, and pinion angles have been set by by okay. Mac.
1: Okay, the one thing you haven't mentioned yet are the brake drums.
8: No, sir, I have not done that.
1: Okay. If you have an out-of-balance brake drum or you have an out-of-balance wheel assembly, this vibration would make sense. Now, okay. since you changed the tires and didn't change the vibration at all, I'm less inclined to blame the tire and rim, but I'm really worried about the drums. Okay. Now, if if you go into a shop, a tire shop, that has a spin balancer...
8: Yes, that is correct. That's you right. can
1: have them take the wheels off, take the drum off, put it on the balance, or spin it up and see if it's balanced. Okay. And if you find Never you happened. got a drum out of balance, you've found your problem.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I've, so far, i probably, since May of this year, I'm probably about 10 grand into it.
1: Oh, I hate doing uh, that. I'd, I'd rather find the problem than throw money at it.
8: Right. Well, I'll agree 100% with you. I like the way you think. <laughs>
2: somehow it's always in the last place you look.
1: Yeah, somehow. <laughs> but but the symptoms you're giving me says it's in the rear, and the symptoms you're giving me leads me to wheel balance. When it shakes, does it have a tendency to get intense and then light, and then intense and then light, and intense yes. and then light?
8: Yeah, okay. back and forth, like just, just identical to like a couple of callers I've mentioned before.
1: Okay, that cyclical vibration tells me that the wheel is shaking, and then the shock is stopping it, and then the hydraulic shock is bleeding fluid off, and then shakes again, and then the shock stops it again. So again, that points me to a wheel end.
8: Okay. So somewhere in there. They, uh, when, said, when they put the uh, tires the, on, the, on the there, the gentleman. Th- boy, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> the last thing I would want to mention is the the uh, the sleeves.
1: The, uh, to center the rims,
2: center yeah to center the rim and some of them and center the drums
1: way. too yeah if your drum is off center right. it's going to make the whole thing out of balance right just just an off center
2: drum is is just as bad as an out of balance drum
1: right and the only thing that centers the drums on today's truck is the middle hole in the drum is supposed to fit the piloting on the hub just right well if the hole is a little too big and when you slide the drum on it, it falls down. And you bolt the wheel, and you just bolted your drum off center. The assembly's out of balance.
2: Right, and it, it could it could just be a thirty-second inch off, and it'd
1: still be well out of balance.
8: Because that's a heavy drum. Okay. Yes, yes, they are. You are correct. So okay, you okay. Use that's sleeves, another. Thing. So if
2: you use those sleeves that fit over the lugs to to, to seat everything
1: properly, yeah. before you bolt it down, it converts it back to stud piloted from hub piloted.
8: Yes, they uh they actually did put uh they actually put two of them. Uh, lug nuts with the sleeves on them. No, 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 uh, no. no, no. I'm sorry. No,
1: the lug lug nut centers the rim. It doesn't center the drum. Okay. There's another sleeve design where you take the drum off and you put the sleeves on. They go all the way to the backing plate. And then when you put the drum on, the drum holes around the studs fit, and it doesn't use the center hole to center it anymore.
8: Gotcha. Okay.
1: But all right, first, let's find sense. out if the dr- let's first let's find out if the drums are balanced.
2: Right at the same time
8: you're doing that. Yeah, since you got them in, it.
1: you could always put the sleeves on to see if that solved it, and they're not that expensive.
8: Right. Okay, all right. I guess you okay. can order them offline or from you guys yeah. or anything like that. No, or? not
1: from us. No. We don't sell them. They're they're called they're from a company called True Balance T R U okay. dash Balance, and you can find okay. them online. You can order them. Okay.
8: Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for all you guys' help.
1: Very good, buddy. You have a good day.
8: Right. You. you too. Thank you.
1: Right. This today is our vibration day.
2: Apparently.
1: Hmm. Maybe I should buy the old lady vibrator. <laughs> <clears throat> All
2: right. Uh, 917. No, the, is that
1: 315?
2: 315? 315.
1: We were talking to 315. Tennessee dropped. Tennessee dropped. This is New York. New York. Let's New York. see what New York has to say. We're running out of time here. Yeah, New York City.
2: What's
1: up? Hello? Are you, hello there. How you doing?
4: All right, how are you?
1: We're doing good. What's your vibration hey, question?
4: I don't have a vibration question. Oh okay, um, good. We'll be uh, different then. I'm actually a company driver. Um uh-huh. I have a twenty sixteen single axle. Mm-hmm. Um have a steer tire right steer tire cupping on about halfway around Mm -hmm. um consistent with every other truck that I've had that I've driven with these guys and they throw tires at it and call it good okay and then uh the other thing that's different with this one being since I've been running a single axle um all four tires are wearing on the outside edges, inside and outside of all four tires. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To the point, uh, there's probably a good quarter-inch difference between the outside and the centers of the tires.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Now, what inflation are you running in the rears? Uh
4: 100.
1: 100. And you say this is a single axle. Is it a box truck or is it a tractor or what?
4: It's a tractor pulling doubles.
1: Pulling doubles. Okay. All right. Very good. And what speeds do you run at? Uh,
4: Top speed 65.
1: Okay. That's not bad. Um, What are the problems we have between this truck and the last truck you had? Has this one got a bigger engine or a higher torque engine?
4: Uh, no, same, same engine, mm-hmm. DD 15. Okay, and the,
1: a DD 15, you're running a DD 15. Okay, so that's how many horsepower? Uh,
4: I'm not sure, <laughs> not 470 sure.
1: probably, yeah, 470 <laughs> <There's> one <axle. laughs> through one axle. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet if you went back and felt those drive tires. And you, really and you slid your hand a, around the tire toward the front of the truck, it would feel smooth. And if you slid your hand around the tire toward the back of the truck, it would feel sharp. Very sharp. Yep. That's heel and toe. And the wear pattern you have just described to me is from high horsepower through four tires instead of eight tires. Okay? Okay. Most, most trucks with 400 and some horsepower have – Two drive axles back there and the horsepower gets distributed through all four tires so you don't get this oh, cool. severe wear. Right. Okay?
9: Yeah. All so right.
1: There's there's nothing I can do for the drive tires without knocking you down to about three hundred and eighty horsepower. Right.
4: Uh, all right. Well that makes sense because uh, I asked the mechanic about it and he said he thought it was just a compound of the rubber because they've got thirty of these units and they're all doing the same thing.
5: Yeah. I didn't buy that.
4: All-
1: Yeah, they've all got the same horsepower. That's the problem. (laughs) I mean, way back when I started in trucks, a 400 horsepower engine was a big truck. Okay. And they've gradually Mm -hmm. made them bigger and bigger. And the footprint under the tires has not gotten any bigger. So you're passing all the same horsepower through a small footprint. You're getting a lot of twist and distortion of the rubber. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So that takes that takes care of the drive tires. Now let's talk about this steer tire that's wearing on the outside of the right front tire. Yeah, and only halfway it, around. Yeah. Well, it'll it'll lead its way the other halfway around. Do, do you have a brand of a tire that it is?
4: Uh, they're Goodyears. Uh Good On year? Cascadias.
1: On Cascadias. That's yeah. the one I wanted. Okay. That that was the one I was looking for. Okay. Uh, when you're driving your truck. You're parked in a parking lot, you've got the engine on, the wheels are straight ahead. I want you to turn the steering wheel to the right and see how many rotations of the steering wheel you can get to the right. Now if it just okay. turns two turns, that's okay. I don't expect a problem with it. If it turns more than two turns, it will eat the outside shoulder on the right front tire.
2: Right, that
1: Okay. I mean, Cascadia is like one of the worst offenders. And Volvo. And Volvo, right.
2: This is, uh, it's been been growing on us for at least five, six, seven
1: years. Yeah, and we didn't realize why it was doing it, but last October we found it. They're making the trucks turn sharp, real tight. And as they turn tight to the right, the tire leans up on its outside shoulder, and then it starts wiggling, and it starts cupping that outside shoulder on the tire.
2: Wiggles because it has lost okay. the,
1: the control that it used to have from the tie rod end. Yeah, because it's, it's got the, too much angle. Uh, now, when wobbling. you turn to the left, the steering gearbox and drag leg keep it from wobbling. So the left front tire doesn't do it. It's
2: just the right.
1: But the right yeah. front tire does. So the proof will be first, the, the first test is how many turns does the steering wheel make? Right. If it only goes two, then I'm wrong. If it goes more than two, oh. yeah. That's my baby. I'm
4: sure, I'm sure it's going to turn. Okay, because... I can't test that right now because I'm actually driving down the road, but I will check check that out. Oh, let, give it a it's try. Been they consistent. Will... Nobody, it's nobody been will consistent.
1: Nobody nobody will care if you.
4: I've had yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
4: I've had probably eight trucks, all Cascadias, and they yep. all do the same thing. Yep. And you know, they've done multiple alignments with no change. Yep.
1: Yep, it and it, it all started back in about 2010 when Cascadia yep. started setting their trucks up to turn 55 degrees instead of 40 degrees. The truck will turn short. Degrees. You can bang it into tight spots. Yeah, but that's, it, a, that's
2: the advantage of it. I mean, you're up in New York. You know how it is. You need, you need, you need
1: turning radius. But it will eat the right <laughs> front tire.
4: Yeah. I'm okay. Here. We're turning these off in fifty, sixty thousand miles, needing to be replaced,
1: and yeah, they now, make
4: nothing of it.
1: <laughs> they can adjust the steering stop on the axle to keep it stopped at two turns, yeah. and our experience is the tire wear problem stops. Now you won't be able to turn as sharp into some of the places, mm-hmm. but you won't eat mm-hmm. tires. Right. So somebody has to make a management decision: is it better to turn short, or is it better to save tires? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
4: Bob, appreciate your time. Uh, Not a problem, buddy. Check that out. Thank you.
1: Let me let me know what you find, okay? That's fine. That's right. All
4: right. We got two,
1: <coughs> three more. I don't know what one. this one 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 is. Somehow,
2: I'm somehow the same person's calling us twice.
1: So that actually cuts down on the number of calls. It does. We got two calls there. Let's try and get them done. Well, 917, is that it? Yep. Where's 917? I don't He's know. New York, too. Also Hello, New York. Are you back? That's a deadline. Hang that one up. The other 917. Hello, 917. How you doing?
9: Good. Thank you guys for taking my call.
1: You bet you. What can we do for you?
9: I want to talk about a different subject tonight uh, vibration.
1: Okay. I haven't heard anything about vibration yet today. <laughs> that,
9: that's what I figure. I, I figure i would bring a new topic to the. the uh, okay. Here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh in the seat and in the pedal, uh, I'm the guy out of Florida. had the MD alignment done in uh, Daytona. The okay. um, truck is still running fine down the road. I am getting the vibration in my seat and in the pedal, and even I even tried coasting where I'll take the truck out of gear completely. Along with the resolution, I guess with the wheel, you can feel the vibration. And as the truck starts slowing down, the vibration does get slower. On it.
1: Okay. Okay.
9: Okay. okay. Uh, it also will uh, vibrate, and I guess when the shocks take over, it'll take it away, and then mm-hmm. it'll, it'll stop it, and then start the whole process start all over again. I do pull okay. different trailers okay. on different days, so I don't know if all that. No trailers. Uh,
1: trailers got nothing to do with it.
9: Do with it. Okay.
1: All right. So, uh, you know you know it's in the wheel end because the shock is shock? interrupting the vibration. Yeah, okay? okay. You know it's in the rear end because you feel it in your feet and the seat. Okay? Okay. All right. Um what what how many how many axles do you have back there? 2?
9: two axle. They all have uh, matching Goodyear tires. I bought these tires off of a friend of mine, so they had about 50% life on them. Um, they're wearing pretty good. There's no uneven wear on it, and they all have the counteract ballast and beats in them.
1: Good. What speed does the vibration come in at?
9: Um, typically, when I get to 50, you can start feeling it. I drive 57. I just do um, Daytona to Birmingham. That's what I do all the time, so same road, 95,
1: 75, I-10. That's interesting. With everything you've described to me,
2: uh-huh, it's got, it's got
1: to be a physical shape issue. What I would do if I was you, you, I would jack the truck up, put it on some jack stands where the U-bolts are.
0: Uh-huh
1: and run it up to speed and look at the tires and see what's going on. Chalk the steer, Yeah, I got a feeling something's out around and shaking it. it? Okay. It may have to do with the rim not centered on the hub. It may have to do with one particular tire that's bad. Uh, But we don't know which one. And this will help identify it very quickly. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay. Also also with the steer tire, one other question real quick. Uh, With the steer Mm -hmm. tire, um, I had a – before I had the alignment done, it was pulling very hard to the right. Yep. And uh, I had Bridgestones in the front there. When they did the uh, MD alignment out in Daytona, they flopped the tires around. I had just installed a brand-new Dunlop tire on the Uh left side. Mm-hmm. They moved that tire to the right side since then. Brought the one over there uh, from the right side to the left. The right. BF Goodrich the original one, uh, I'm sorry, the Bridgestone is still wearing perfect, just perfectly fine.
1: Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Uh,
9: Dunlop on the from the frame outwards, the second rib in, seventy percent of it is wearing out.
1: What inflation are you I, running?
9: I started originally when I put the tire on at 120, but it's hard to find places out here that can keep 120 in. So it typically, mm-hmm. stays around 110. Yeah.
1: That I think that's your problem. It,
2: uh, okay. But it's it's uh, every tire is a gamble that it's going to wear out well, and then the best tires like the Michelin are the best. Well, uh, Dunlop, this Dunlop just happens to be.
1: Uh, <laughs> Dudlop and Goodyear tires Both good? are very sensitive <laughs> To underinflation And that additional okay. 10 pounds We find really makes a difference In how the tire wears uh,
9: what, What's the best way of keeping it Because it's hard to find a compressor In a uh, right. fuel station Or whatever it is To put the air in there And when you try to do it off the truck You only get up to about 110 And it oh, kind of right. quit after that Putting the air in there What's I don't the best have a really
1: good for answer. For I don't have a good answer. Is that
9: Halo product that Kevin talked about? Is that any any good? Do you have any experience with that?
1: Yeah, but it's designed for drive tires, not steers.
9: Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. I guess I have to find a solution for that then.
1: Yeah, I I don't have any real good, I don't ones, have any myself. good
9: ones myself. Okay, well, thank you guys for the time. You've uh, kind of put me in the right direction where to go to. Good luck,
1: buddy. Good luck, buddy. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, we took care of that one. A vibration problem. We haven't had any of those. Do we want to see what that is? I've never answered a 111111 area code.
2: Uh, Skype
1: or well, let's find out. Hello, is somebody there? No, I'm here. Hello, you're here. Your caller ID is blocked. All we got is ones.
3: <laughs> uh, I, forgot to, I forgot to unblock it for this call. Well,
1: that's okay. We don't care. Uh, what's I up? I don't
2: know if you're calling from Jamaica or
1: not. Yeah, yeah. is this Jamaica?
3: Uh, about <laughs> anyway, what's two months ago, I put new steer tires and wheels on my truck. to a 2001 Freightliner FLD and had them check out the wheel ends because I went through my last set of steer tires real fast, uh, tried everything I could to fix them, and I just decided as bad as they went, I either had bad wheels, bad tires, or a combination, so I replaced tires and wheels. Okay. Uh when they checked it out when they checked my wheel ends they said, Well, you're right on the verge of needing kingpins. Well <laughs> so when I got money about a month ago I did kingpins and uh needed the steer gearbox, so I did that. Did, did re redid the bearings okay and okay
1: let's about, let's we're're we're, we're running out of time here. What did the tires look like when they came off? Were they wearing in the middle of the tire or one shoulder or the other
3: um, all over the place okay. they were they're basically pounding my truck to pieces for trying okay,
1: I understand okay, what inflation were you running one twenty and what brand of tire was it?
3: They were Yokohamas.
1: Okay, all right, that's fine. Was there any feathered wear on them?
3: Um, just a little bit.
1: Okay, now, the tires that are on there today, I assume you're still worried about problems on those, right?
3: No, I'm having no problems with them. They're wearing good and even. Cool. Uh, uh, How long I went the to Oklahoma the Michelin by? XDA2s, so I could go to okay. heavier weight rating. Um, had, I, I had an MD alignment done. At your shop in Council Bluffs. Okay. Uh, He he said everything is perfect when he got done.
1: Uh huh. Uh -huh.
3: Uh, I'm still having problems when I get in ruts or there's a groove in the asphalt or concrete. The truck wants to chase it. And if I get in bad ruts, it gets downright squirrely. But I've got good, even tire wear. Well, I'm wondering your thoughts on that. I would take
1: it back to Council Bluffs. Well, I I got a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. Does it feel like the front end is following it, or is the rear end walking in it?
3: It's the front end following it. Okay. Okay. I would take it back to Council
1: Bluffs,
2: because it sounds like... Okay. Um, If If you just... If you get it at a 32nd of an inch towed in, but that's not enough for the truck, they'll do exactly this. It'll feel worse than if it was an eighth of an inch towed out. Right. Because it's it's following the groove. It doesn't cause as much tire wear, but it, it's worse on handling. So I would take it back to them and say, I need this just tweaked a little bit more towards toe. Just a
1: little more tow in. Um, is it okay. easy to get back to Council Bluffs?
3: I'm going to be there tomorrow evening.
1: Good. Call them up. Tell them you want to stop in and you want to have your toe checked.
3: Just a little
1: tweak. Even if if they say it's right, say, listen, it needs just a little more. Yeah. You want a good solid 16th, not a 32nd. Right. Okay. Okay.
3: All right. I'll call them up first thing in the morning and get that set up.
1: Very good, buddy. You have yourself a good day.
3: Sounds good to me. You too. Thanks.
1: Bye. Okay. All right, we have run over yeah
2: I'm sorry there's a, at least a couple of calls left
1: yeah, but we we gotta we gotta honor our commitments here. Oh, we thank you folks for listening. We hope we've done somebody some good. We'll be back next Sunday night with another episode as as the stomach churns and as the wheel burns. <laughs>